Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Four Guys with Quarters. We are probably on like episode 28 at this point, but this is the first time that we are actually online in Russia. Uh, so shout out to the shout out to the people on goodgame.ru and VK uh, that are watching right now. We appreciate you. Um, well, tonight what we're going to do is talk about some the hottest gaming topics out there. And with me today has some very special guests. Um, I'll go first and introduce the regular on the panel, straight out of Chicago, from Chicago, is Midway <laughs> Monster. What's going on, man? What's up, buddy? Best intro ever. What's up, what's up, guys? Uh... Glad to be back on the podcast. Love the topics that we got going. Love the love the guests that we have going. Famous Flamish and VJ. This podcast is for you. You know, I, I like that positivity midway. I feel very positive about this. Um, now that you brought it like that, so I'm I'm feeling very good today. How about you? Absolutely. Absolutely. We got six panel, panel members, I believe, for uh, two minutes each. We'll cover VJ's talking point. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Well, without further ado, <laughs> the next regular on this channel, you may have seen him before, but he's actually the Belgium sensation across the nation who eats a lot of spoondacoot, as he calls it, in... Oh, it's Snoop. I, that's, I keep thinking Spoonacus. Yeah. Where did yeah. you get that from? <laughs> you said that one time and you don't forget it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, How's it going? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Just helping you out. Uh, last second, of course. Uh, like always, clowns. Like, if you need my help, I'm always there. Uh, just behind your back to, uh, yeah, help you out, do stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm great, man. Let's awesome. uh, dive in. Well, and then we have very special guests tonight. Um, it's the first time ever that they've been on Four Guys Recorders. Very cool people. I'm going to go ahead and give them a shout out here. Um, let's go with PKX Live. What's going on, man? Hey, what's happening? I'm glad to be here, guys. Thanks for bringing me on. We all family here. And um, I can't wait to get into these topics and chop it up with you guys. Believe me, I, I've, I've been around. I've been hanging out with Flamish, and I got some bad habits. So, you know, stop me if I talk too much. <laughs> oh, man. So I imagine your conversations can last hours uh, with Flamish. <laughs> probably, probably like 24 hours at least. Flamish could do a 24-hour uh, charity stream and dye his hair purple, pink, and red. Over no, he, he, or yeah, with some Snoop kiss in there. Clowns, you, you should not tell what's going to happen yet. Damn it. <laughs> oh man, so I kind of released it early. I'm sorry. Well, also, first time ever is Mav aka Fun Speculation. What's going on, man? What is up, everybody? I am super excited to be here. Thank you, clowns, for a first time invite. Uh, I have been checking out the podcast for a while now and it's been awesome and I, now i'm excited to be a part of it so looking forward to the interesting topics that you sent us and uh, i haven't been on a panel with uh, uh flamish 
in a while. So this should be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely. Well, I'm really excited to get into some of these topics, actually. There's some stuff that has been going on. Um, something that we know about, everybody was expecting this. I'm going to throw this in there first. Is Cyberpunk 2077, Flemish's most look forward to game of this generation or upcoming generation, whatever you want to call it, has been delayed by 21 days. And it seems to be a real thing. It doesn't seem to be fake. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start talking about that and see what everybody thinks. And I'll go to the special guest, uh, fun speculation. What do you, how do you feel about cyberpunk getting delayed? Well, I am extremely excited about this game. Um, but it's okay. You know, anybody that's upset about it just needs to understand that this is not a, uh, problematic delay. It's not like something like, oh no, there's something wrong. Like we see in some games where a game gets delayed and you don't know why and you're left up in the air. When's it coming out? They, they're very clear. You know, the game's already gone gold. This is just another few weeks just to make sure everything's tightened up to make the experience better for us when we get it. Um, ultimately, it's a win for us, even if we don't get to play it for a few weeks. Um, they did say that it was for, you know, they have nine different versions now that they have to uh, optimize for and that they have to get things ready for uh, to make sure everything's running smoothly. Uh, so in the end of the day, we're getting a better product with less bugs at launch just because they're taking a few weeks. We got Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We got Watch Dogs Legion to play. Um, there's just so much stuff coming out anyway that honestly, it just kind of opens the book for me to maybe to finish some of these other games that I'm going to be playing around launch of the consoles. So. That's that's how I feel about it anyway. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm going to say right now and be completely honest with you that for me, it's not personally a big deal because I got AC Valhalla, I got Watch Dogs Legion. Um, I'm excited about the medium. You know, there's a couple other things that I'm going to be tuning into, but I want to give a huge shout out to Stephanie. Thank you so much for that donation. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. Always feel free to drop a comment in there with it and we'll say it on air. Or you can even ask Flamish any question you'd like. Uh, ask him any crazy Belgium question and we'll force him to answer it live on air for you. Even if he says no, we'll make him answer it. Um, PKX, what do you think about this delay? Um, and by the way, you can just call me PK. And and I think it's, uh, it's fine. I mean, it's pretty normal. These guys are about quality, right? They, they're about making sure that things get done in a decent order. We shouldn't be... Uh, getting all up in arms, uh, I think it'd be fine at the at the end of the day. It's not like the, and I, I'm not trying to trash on it, but it's not like the Marvel experience, right? Where, you know, they're just trying to hit a, uh, you know, I feel like the game wasn't ready and they kind of just pushed it out just to meet deadlines. I feel like these guys have been ready. They just want to put a couple polishes on and that it is what it is. This game. We're probably going to be playing for a long time, and we should definitely just be chill, man. I mean, they have super confidence in this game. It's not like other games where they're iffy about it, right? Um, 
kind of like how I talked to the Don, which is a developer. Um, he spoke about how games usually are supposed to have impact in the first six months. That's what their target area is, just trying to get as much as they can in the first six months. So they want to make sure that they squeeze as much polish out of it as possible so that it, it's not just around for the next six months. It actually stays around and lives with us the next year and probably years to come, right? Yeah, can I chime in again real quick? Is uh, yeah, sure. In- interesting uh, thing about this is a different situation than we get a lot of these AAA games because this is they're they're the publisher as well, right? So they don't have like an outside party breathing down their neck to hey, you have to meet these crazy deadlines or or whatever. If they feel like hey, we want an extra week or two or three weeks, even though there are a lot of things that go into those decisions. They can make that decision for themselves because they know that's in what is in the game's best interest and what's in their best interest. So it's ultimately, this is not a bad thing. Right, exactly. And that's kind of, that kind of feeds into what I was saying. And you you want to, you want to look at it from a high level and not really compare it to other situations, right? Because on a high level, these guys, how many times have they uh, spit out a turd, right? You've got to understand that uh they take so much time and effort because they take pride into their finished product and we should just be a little bit more patient and i'm sure we'll be pretty excited for the final product once it hits was there any audio issues there or did you cuz i was listening to something on my stream so uh, no we're good man did you guys hear everybody else chime in? Oh, I didn't know if, if you hear me or not. <laughs> no, no, I, I did, yeah. No, I was just checking the auto feedback because I got multiple cables running uh, through the line, so that so I, I'm sorry about that. Um, oh, no, no worries. Uh, Midway, do you think this cyberpunk delay is a big deal? No, I mean, they said it's three weeks, you know, to to clear up and optimize and all that stuff, it's fine. Um, there must be a lot of ways, because why would they, so, you know, please, you know, I'm a layman here, so why would they need, like, nine different um, variations of the game to, to look over? Is it because there's, like, nine different storylines or anything like that? It's a series, you know, it's a different for the different releases, so they got the Series S, the Series X, the Xbox one x the xbox one s they got the ps4 they got the ps uh four pro they got the ps5 they got the pc right uh so there's just a lot of different uh platforms that they're releasing on all at once that with a lot of you know different uh platforms that the game is going to be released on at once well most most of that is scalable right most of that is scalable i mean they have like there's not a kit for the series s it's just a profile and that's how they work it. So it's you just tune it to the profile that it sits on, and that's about it. I think it's more or less just putting polish on the back end that um, they want to make sure it's a, a really good release. Yeah, so, it's just I'm, going I'm, by based on what they said in that letter that they uh, put out there for people today, because that's kind of what they had uh, mentioned in that um, in that newsletter. Uh, it was just right. about the uh, optimization or whatever. Yeah, right, right. I'm, I'm all, I'm all for, I'm all for the polish, and you know, to 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 be honest, they should get back to the old school Nintendo seal of approval. You know, like make sure everything is 
put out no day one patches no nothing like that not as uh oh. now i'm all, i'm also, i'm also curious too like um the medium isn't that a polish studio as well luber team um... yes yeah 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 i'm kind of curious uh, i was I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a little uh, same release date, but yeah, that's what I'm. I'm kind of curious. Why do you think they chose to try to release at the same time? So Poland can both... make a lot of money all at once. I guess I don't. It's kind of like <laughs> Assassin's Creed and and Watch Dogs coming out. I mean, they're pretty no. confident. But so, but they're not. They're not like sister companies or anything like that, right? No. They're not. You're not so gonna just... communicate with other companies about your product and see if they can delay it or you can delay it. I mean, that's not how it works. You just delay your product until you think it's ready, and you don't think about other developers and their games, except if it's like a big game like GTA 6 or Cyberpunk, of course. <laughs> so you think that uh, they did this for the basically because you know uh, Poland, the government helps fund the uh the the game developers yeah so do you think so this is probably just a way for them to get one big lump sum back is that what you're what you think could be happening yeah i think they do have to justify everything they do to their government instead of uh how we do like how other developers do it by their publishers and stuff like they have to um i think they have to communicate with them in some way like i'm not sure about that, I'll probably have to research it. I'm not VJ, you know. Uh. <laughs> I'll say this: that if anything, like this is going to hurt the medium sales, having the same release date as Cyberpunk. It's not going to help. That's what I'm so, yeah, yeah, like it would make more sense to space them out if there was any kind of reasoning like that behind anything. Pe- people are hoping that the medium is going to move up closer. Uh, to launch maybe a week or something so it has a little bit of breathing room um but yeah i think most people anyway are gonna play the game on game pass i mean yeah so um, i just wish i just wish that it would have a third person so i could see my customizations <laughs> well it's kind of like driving a car right you play racing games you don't see anything outside of your window <laughs> i don't play racing games I'm sorry. I'm I'm not a racing game guy. Just Uh, maybe that game, like that mode, will come later uh, in a patch or something, and they just need to tinker a little bit more with it. Like that—that's a possibility. Still, it's no possibility. It will not come later. You're putting Dave Batista in a game now, so I mean, hey, anything can happen. Hey, that's bad. That's (laughs) badass. I'm gonna tell you, man. Batista. Oh no, I I like it too. I I got I got his execution, okay? The Batista bomb. And I love doing it on people in gears. And what what an awesome piece of content to come out just for like free. You know what I mean? Like uh it have something like that just as a part of the update for us is is cool, man. You know? Uh, like hey, Gears 5 switched faces without charging us. I can't think of another game that switched faces on but the character. And I, think it, I think it has to do as well with promoting the movie because they're making a movie of Gears of War with him, right? Well, it's, uh, it's he wants it's not to like play wants. Role, sure. Yeah, he wants that. Ah. It'd, be, it'd be cool if he was like, if they did that, like, kind of as a, you know, maybe he's doing something with Gears 6. I don't know. I don't know. Just putting it out there. Uh, 
Ah, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Back to yeah. you, clowns. Well, actually, BJ did say something in the chat about this. Um, I'm going to go up here, and he says that the delay is a day one patch delay, which is subject to FPQA, which I guess maybe some type of quality assurance. Around two to three weeks turnaround time for critical bugs must be fixed. Minor ones could be negotiated. Uh, any FPQA TCR failures are must fixes as well. Discs are ready to ship. So I guess what VJ is trying to say is that the discs are already printed and ready to ship. Uh, it's it's a day just one a, patch. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just probably a big patch. I mean, that makes sense. I, and I tell you, like, I'm telling you guys, like, VJ is somebody in the industry or has been, and he's just not telling us. He, he's got secrets, <laughs> that guy. Yeah. He's got massive secrets about the industry. VJ should be like our guy on the ground, you know, like we'll put him in like certain like we'll put him at, uh, you know, CD Projekt Red in Poland so he can report back to him. You know, like, <laughs> he should be our he should be our guy like that. Yeah, he pulls these statistics and analytics out of his ass like he's been studying it for like <laughs> for like three hours right before a podcast. And it's like, hey, dude, are you like freaking uh, Michael Pactor like in, in, in disguise here? Like, is this your job you know to just analyze stocks and uh trends in the video game industry he's he's knowledgeable man yeah he needs to be more he needs to be more popular like he needs to have his own show or something where he can talk all that stuff as well well would be interesting to he he even said in the chat he lived in warsaw for a year see (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe he knows uh cd project red um, well, he lives in he lives in California, and we know that. Yeah. So. Maybe well, he has a he drone. He doesn't study or trends. Something. He's a trendsetter. Maybe he has a <laughs> drone or something like in CD Projekt Red, and he follows that drone, like <laughs> with the mic and everything. <laughs> She's no elite. Just hope it's not white. It's getting snowy. The people need to call for restructuring and new management now since it's delayed again. Um, I'm sh- I'm sure you're kidding because you know CD Projekt Red makes great games, she's no, yeah. but yeah, I, I mean, it, for the people that really wanted this game to be out on time, it's very disappointing. I know that I'd feel the way that these guys would feel if uh, Watch Dogs Legion got delayed. Like if that thing was delayed like two months, I you would see me like talking about all over Twitter like how the baby stole my Xbox. So I'd be very disappointed. Uh, that. Oh, by the way, people, uh, everybody that knows about that baby that stole my Series X, uh, Graphic God is making a meme for that, and he's probably going to put it on a t-shirt so I can walk into GameStop with it. Maybe I should even put the name of my GameStop, like the store number on there. Just no, so walk in. no, no. That's harassment. Uh, I would not, not do that. that. It's yeah, nice. it is. Put the manager's it is. first name on there. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Uh, the st- and, the and store and number. Say, it's public record. No, no. Say, say, uh, say. Karen's baby stole my Xbox. Well, because you know, you know, Karen's right. You've yeah. seen those memes. Yeah. You yes. should be the right. day Karen's one clown. Stole my Xbox. You should be the day one with that with that T-shirt on and just stand there the whole day till she comes back. <laughs> I think clowns needs to get a tattoo of a baby holding a Series X. <laughs> Oh, do uh, that for charity. On his forehead. Do it for charity. <laughs> on my on forehead. His forehead. <laughs> yeah. Have, have like a diaper on my forehead. With a baby <laughs> holding them. <laughs> um, other Looking things... back at you, giving you the finger. 
Uh, Shizno says others think that's what I'm referring to. I guess CD Projekt Red made one great game. Well, I mean, if you think about it, The Witcher 3 was like their, their major great game, but the other Witchers, I mean, The Witcher 2 is pretty popular as well. Uh, the Witcher 2 was a breakthrough. It was just a little bit harder to uh, to play. Um, it, it did. It came out on consoles later. Yeah, yeah. But it was popular on PC. It was just like a harder game to play back in the day. It was not easy to get into that game. That's uh, interesting thing about The Witcher is it's actually a licensed product, right? It's because it's based on the novels yes. and everything. So yes. that, that's kind of an interesting thing about that game. Show yeah, even too. the dude that made The Witcher like asked for more money uh, some time ago. Like, <laughs> I think his wife was mad or something. <laughs> what the heck? He made this, and this is all we get. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I think he, I think he undersold it. He undersold it, and he saw yeah. how popular it got, and he's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, he came back for more afterwards, but that, that's like, uh, yeah, a whole other issue. <laughs> We can go down the rabbit hole if we want to. <laughs> oh, so the Netflix show, I wonder if they had to, if they went through him or if they went through CD Projekt Red for licensing. I, I think they he sold the license pretty pretty much right. to CD Projekt Red to that they can do with the license whatever they want with right. the IP. Um, back in the day, I, I think VJ probably knows more about that as well. Like. Um, yeah, guide us with your words. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my take, uh, because yeah, I don't know if Glance is gonna ask uh, what I think of it. Yeah, I mean, feel free to jump in, Flemish. <laughs> <laughs> I know that yeah, you're no. not. I, I know that you're not a fan of it, and you're just waiting for AC Valhalla, and you're like, ah, no cyberpunk for me. No, uh, yeah, I want all the games, man. I want, I want the uh, Legion. I want Valhalla. I want this game, uh, uh, Cyberpunk, of course. I want that um, other game from Ubisoft, Phoenix uh, Rising, uh, Immortal. You know that game, um, and the Medium. Even if I don't like horror games, I don't think it's like a real horror game. But back on point, um, yeah, Assassin's Creed. Um, no, not Assassin's Creed. <laughs> cyberpunk so uh for me personally I, I think it's better that it's a little bit delayed so i have more time to play assess Valhalla. Uh, because that's so like it's only in, like seven nine days after the release of valhalla and i think that's a little bit too short anyway to fully uh grasp the world of uh, valhalla completely to play the game through um, so I'm actually a bit glad it is delayed. Um, and most people are that I am talking to, that I've heard like talk on podcasts and stuff, they actually want to wait till the patch releases next year. So most people are not even going to touch the game. If it, like when it releases, they're going to wait for that uh, Series X patch. So I think it's not the um, the worst thing to happen. Like. I mean, what, what's three weeks, man? The new consoles are going to launch. You're going to have stuff to do anyway. You're not going to think about Cyberpunk for too long uh, when, when you drop in your new games in there, see all the, all the beautiful stuff, um, like all the beautiful graphics and stuff. So, nah, I, I think it's cool. I think it's For a man that has a backlog the size of Belgium, uh, I'm glad it's being delayed a little bit. 
Yeah, well, I got the me, same problem. Let me tell you about this guy's backlog, man. I was just talking to him before the show, right? And he's like, clowns, should I get this game? Should I get this game? Should I get this game? And I'm like, Flemish. We we got survivalists. I don't, I don't I, he's like, I want to get that graveyard game. I was like, well, hold on, let me see what I can do because um, Tiny Build has been really nice to us with um, review keys and lets us review their games a lot. So I messaged them and I was like, oh, you haven't heard back yet? And I'm like, no, they usually, it's usually like six hours for us. And he's like, oh, you, you, you're probably not getting it. And like maybe an hour later, he gets a key for the graveyard game with the DLC. <laughs> and then he yeah, went out and still sure. bought another game. Because <laughs> he used the money he was going <laughs> to graveyard. I was, uh, like, was going to uh, spend the money anyway. And so the game I bought in the, uh, with that and then the DLC that wasn't in the codes, um, I bought uh, Cloudpunk, which is like an indie game about traveling a city with a car. So it looks very cool. His backlog um, is the size of all of North America. Um, yeah, yeah. Speaking of games, what uh, what game are you playing here on the on the screen here, clowns? Uh, Nine Ooh. Monkeys of uh, Shaolin, and shout out to the people in Russia that are watching this. This is actually from a Russian studio. Um, this game oh, is wow. a lot of fun. It's really cool. And in this, if you do, you remember uh, TMNT, the arcade game? Yes. Oh yeah. This is like sort of like that, except you got like a skill tree and you got like actual missions that you pick up when you go back to, I guess, your home base, whatever you call that, that he's standing in right now. Um, but it's it's like a beat em up like that. Like, I mean, there, you move uh, left to right, dodge stuff, and it's more like Donatello, but you're like a, a ninja. It's I, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, it's really cool. There's some different mechanics, like with the dodge mechanic in this game. It's really good. I highly recommend it. Um, Flemish did have some issues with it, to be fair, though. It it did shut off his console three times. Uh, uh, so two times, and the third time it was just a black screen. But I'm gonna I'm I'm in process of reviewing the game anyway. Uh, we still have to test the multiplayer, and if that's done, then uh, I'll try to write the review for the first time, like uh, make a review on the channel on this one. So uh, yeah. Yeah, but for me, no issue so far. I'm having fun with it. It's, it's been a blast. It's a nice little indie title. It's a small indie studio, so it's it's really cool. But there's a topic that I really want to get into. I, I think that, you know, we talked about this before. We probably talked about it a lot on many different shows, and, and all of you probably talked about it or thought about it at some point, right? So Twitch is the RIAA sent Twitch a letter basically telling them that they have not done enough to delete past VODs uh, with copyrighted music in it. Um, so Twitch is doing the, the best that they can, the fastest that they can to, to warn content creators, and they're just deleting stuff, even for like from bigger streamers, uh, streamers that are well-known. And, you know, there's like a flip side to this, right? I mean... Twitch in the beginning allowed this copyrighted music on their platform. They, when they were smaller, I guess maybe they had no way to recognize it or uh, monitor it properly. But I don't really think that's an excuse at the same time because when Amazon bought them, Amazon sells a lot of music and has a streaming service. So obviously Amazon has the capabilities to 
uh, do ASCAP check-in and check licenses and, and probably even just mute the stream, right? Instead of having forcing them to delete it. And I think Amazon just sat back and is letting Twitch fail at this. It kind of bothers me a little bit uh, to some extent. And it's like, I feel like Amazon gave Twitch no oversight, no recommendations. Amazon has like a huge legal team. Uh, they could have like came in and said, Twitch, listen, you know, there's going to be some issues. We've obviously know that there's been copyrighted music on your platform in the past and it needs to go. I mean, let's, let's do a, a, a let's write a script, make a system check for that, count it against a database and just delete it or mute it like YouTube does. Instead, Twitch is like frantically emailing creators. Oh, you had past copyright, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, this potentially could get some people banned off of Twitch, right? So I want to go to you, uh, Midway, I'll go to you on this. Like, what do you think about this? I mean, you 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 hang out at, at sports arenas and gyms and play music, right? Really loud. What do you think about all this DMCA stuff and what what's going on with Twitch? Napster all over again. Um, yeah, I mean, I I, I want to see the like the terms of service and stuff like that when it comes to being a streamer. I'm not a Twitch streamer, so I can't really say or you know comment on like what type of guidelines they have when it comes to music sharing and stuff like that when they're streaming. Um. I mean, I wish there was a way for like, you know, hey, you pay the game, you owe, you own the right to use the game how you see fit. I mean, I wish, you know, that that could be something. Um, I mean, right now Amazon Music is being terrible for me. It's like not even playing half the songs I want to play when I'm at the gym, man. It's it's really raging me out. Um, so again, like this is really when it comes to legalities. Um, I just wish that, you know, if you pay for the game outright, you have some type of way of using whatever content is on that game. Um, otherwise, I really have nothing else to comment on this. Well, see, it's not even just the games with the music, right? I mean, that is still a big problem. Like, with Forza, uh, we got hit on YouTube, uh, and we had to mute the stream because <laughs> because of the the music on the radio. But, I mean, that's just part of the problem. It's the other problem was that there were streamers back in the early days that had, like, bots in their stream that said, oh, well, pick a YouTube song or pick a YouTube channel and play music. Or they just played music from Spotify. I mean, there were articles left and right when Twitch first started on how to incorporate Spotify streams. So I think a lot of early streamers were negligent, uh, kind of, like, knowing this stuff. You know? It's well just like so, well, I mean, then how about the, I mean, not just the negligence of the streamer, but what about the the uh, lack of foresight from uh, the music companies and the artists? I mean, back in the day, we weren't even allowed to to bring a camera to into a concert. I mean, th nowadays, it is welcomed because it is free publicity. So why why instead of you know being uh, a penny pincher on trying to you know get every single cent you can, how about hey hey this person's using a song? What song is this? Oh, let me look it up. Oh, it's ninety nine cents. I'll buy it. You know, people. You know, you you gotta you gotta have that type of type of uh, 
you know, foresight to to think that this may be kind of a good thing for for any artist that you have that is either a struggling or you know be trying you're trying to get more uh, advertising out of it because technically to me it can be free advertising i know as twitch streamers get you know if they if they're monetized you know i know they're getting some money out of it but then that should be in the in the twitch terms of service okay um froggy t right in the chat says he believes Twitch used to have a licenses agreement with various record labels that allowed copyrighted material, kind of like YouTube. I'm not sure about that. I mean, it's certainly possible. Um, and I'm sure the record companies are going to use this pressure to force them to kind of like... Uh, what am I going to say? Basically, into some sort of agreement. I mean, that's one way to settle it, right? They could force them into an agreement so they don't have to settle in court or anything. But, um, fun speculation. I'm going to go ahead and get your opinion. Uh, what do you think about this? Well, I just started streaming recently, right? So, you know, I, I'm kind of learning the ins and outs on what's allowed and what's not. And I freak out anytime, like, I'm, like I play Fortnite with my wife on stream. And then, you know, you get in the car now and they have the radio stations. So one of those songs comes on if it's like or like the BTS dance that she does or something it's like oh am I going to get flagged for this right so that's one aspect but like you're saying going back to like even before when it was more like the wild west of what you kind of do what you want on Twitch right now all those past streams are still there but if you really think about it even stuff that people have that is technically copyright free right now there's no guarantee in the future that same content would be copyright free because music can be transferred licenses, people can purchase, companies can purchase things or, or whatever, right? So um, it's always going to be a gamble on if you play music and whether it's allowed or not. So to me, it's like trying to tame something that's uncontrollable. Now, what they could do is embrace the chaos and use it more as a promotional tool. Uh, you've seen what TikTok has done for artists, right? Uh, you have artists going out there making. Uh, millions of dollars now and record labels making millions of dollars now because of an app that has promoted songs and short clips for free, right? Nobody, I don't believe, is going to be using Twitch or YouTube gamer live streams as the main way of absorbing musical content, right? It's not ever going to be the mainstream way of listening to music. So if somebody's using it as a tool to promote their stream, it's because they're also endorsing that music and promoting that music. And as a record label, record company, I would hope that I would be uh, thinking, hey, this is this is free advertising. So going for, from Twitch's side, they could do something like from Amazon. They could go and they could like use Amazon Music, right? Some implementation there. Say, okay, you can use anything that is on Amazon Music because Amazon owns Twitch and they have Amazon Music. They could work out something with the licensing or whatever. You know, there's ways around it, but why they don't do it, I don't know. Um, I think it's a deal that they have to work out with the record companies. Maybe the record companies need to ease up a bit. Maybe Amazon needs to pony up a little bit and work with them. I don't know who's to blame with it, but it doesn't go back on the blame on people just trying to have fun, play a game for an audience that it and you think of the big streamers right when you think about this problem but 
for people that are just starting out and don't even really understand all the laws and legalities of this now those videos unless they go back and delete them when they learn everything they could get in trouble for stuff that they made when they just were figuring things out you know so i, I personally i just think they need to ease up on it if that if that answers anything yeah i i kind of agree with you what i think really should happen is with the companies that do different things like that with the music and their games is like let's say for example the next forza game that microsoft makes right or xbox game studios makes they should tell all the composers the musicians that they license the tracks from hey listen this is for a video game we're going to pay for an unlimited extensive license or you're going to sign some type of agreement that this can be streamed on streaming platforms and that it won't you guys won't go after streamers or shut them down for dmca violations things like that i think game companies can take the responsible step and do that um you if they haven't been then that's a huge misstep because the, they already know that that's an issue right so this should have been if that's not already happening it should have been you know uh, bts is like one of the biggest groups in the world right now so when they go in fortnite which is also the most played game in the world right now and to have their song, right, their most popular song right now in the in that game, you can. I, I would think that somebody would have thought, hey, two and two together, this is going to be all over the internet, right, with YouTube streams and and Twitch streams and stuff like that. Yeah, um, Cerebral Paul says a lot of games have added streaming mode or mute copyrighted music. I mean, that's good to hear. I'm glad to hear that. I'm sure there's a lot of people, though, that don't look in the settings or realize that. I know um, for a while there with Forza, we had to turn off the radio. It wasn't really a saying that says um, mute music or uh, stream streaming mode, but it worked just as well to just mute it. Um, and that's one way around some of these issues. Uh, I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> yep, it's there. PK, what do you think about this? So I think uh, in the beginning, I was with Twitch before it was Twitch. It was like just TV or something crazy like that. And then um, they merged together before Amazon bought them. Um, the thing about it is there's no way to have foresight for and I'm, I'm just kind of pushing back on the foresight idea because there's no way of knowing that streaming is going to be as big as it is today i mean just like we didn't know that digital streaming would be as big as it is today people still think that cds was just going to be here forever right and not to say cds are gone but you can't buy a, a brand new car with a cd player because everything's digital and that's kind of my thing is we're in a transition where technology is just advanced to the point where this is the new norm. And I don't think they were ready, right? Um, Amazon didn't buy Twitch just, just to be doing something. They're about to launch their own gaming service with Twitch being embedded. So I 100% feel like they just need time like we don't know what's going on behind closed doors and but i'm i'm 100 sure they don't want twitch to fail and i know that they're probably on the ball trying to rectify these things it might not be moving as fast as some of the music companies would like to but they're it's not like they're losing uh like 
they're going to be homeless the next day if it don't get, get fixed tomorrow. I mean, it's 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 a situation where they absorbed a company that was already not only already built this way, but already had a culture that they had to change. It's not like YouTube where Google came in and then put the hammer down <laughs> when they bought YouTube, right? Because YouTube wasn't like that either. Remember when YouTube started, you could do and play whatever you want. Now you got to be careful. So it's the same idea. Um, now that things have changed and we have evolved to the point where we have to, uh, streaming is now monetary because it wasn't before. Now they have to create rules that they never had. And I'm not saying that Amazon can't do it. Amazon is a tech company. They definitely can do it. And they will because they want Twitch to be profitable and remain the number one streaming site. Um, it's just we don't know behind closed doors what's, go what's it going to take to monitor all that. Because it's so large, it's not like it's a small site where they can start off small and then build out from there. They have to start big and, and pretty much drop the hammer down almost like a shotgun with a broad stroke. And they really don't want to do that because there's a lot of money involved. So they have to be uh, very meticulous on how they engage this kind of situation. So I, I, in my opinion, I think... I, I understand there's a problem there, but also understand, I think that they uh, are doing what they should be doing is taking a uh, one step at a time approach because it's it's such a a different situation unlike the other streaming platforms like you know Facebook, YouTube. Um, they're just in a different space. They're the largest, and they've been the largest, and it's like trying to tame an elephant. It's just a difficult thing, so you can only do it one day at a time. So I think they're definitely going to do something about it, but without losing their subscriber base and their monetary gains, because you know, obviously, it, it, they're the, they're like I said, they're the largest, and that's kind of just my view on it. I don't think I don't think hell's gonna you know the world's gonna end tomorrow if if they don't get it together tomorrow. I highly doubt that these these music companies make money off of everything. They've been doing. Remember back in the day, people used to buy ringtones. Remember buying ringtones <laughs> for your phone? Like, oh yeah. Like, hmm. come on, man. That's and and it was a garbage ringtone at that. It wasn't even the. It was like a sound, like an eight bit sound of the of the song or something. It wasn't even good. But they they charge you like three dollars or four dollars yeah, for it. Yeah. It was like ridiculous, right? So let's not cry, shed no tears for the music company, okay? They've been getting over on people for years. I mean, I feel like streaming is getting over on people because you're streaming. You don't own anything, so you're paying them for nothing. They're keeping all the content, and they're just gonna keep charging. So. And I'm not saying it's a bad deal. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to crap on anybody who has Apple Music, Spotify, or whatever. I'm just saying I don't I don't have any feelings towards them being upset about this. I feel like they need to wait. If they thought if they thought they were going to lose money, then they should have been saying something before. They should have been working with Amazon or whoever to get it under control before now. Um, but since we're here work with them to get it right.
instead of just complaining about it. Like like I always say, come to me with a solution, not a problem, because we already know it's a problem. But come with a solution. I think the main problem is that you know the record industry and the um, the music industry and like Amazon and Twitch, whatever they're going to work things out or whatever. But the people that are going to actually get hurt by it are the streamers that made mistakes in the past. I didn't mean to. You know what I mean? And so. that's facts. That facts. And it's unfortunate, but it's it's just it's it's unavoidable because of the nature of the 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 platform. If it was smaller, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Right? It's just because of how large it is and how it's not regulated the way it should be, right? And that's they don't have the things put in place as of right now. And that's part of the problem. So yes, there's going to be lots of people getting swept under the rug. And it's unfortunate. And maybe that can be rectified. I have no idea. It all depends on what their policies look like. But I I do believe that you're correct. There's going to be a lot of innocent people swept. As far as what Clown said, too, I think like if they could really work, if they are going to try and police it instead of come up with a solution to allow it more, then then uh, policing it, they need to do something that's more easier on people. Like Clown said, maybe auto automatically mute the stream, give them a chance to fix it, you know, silence it as opposed to re- remove it, right? Remove instead of removing the creator, silence the content. I one hundred percent am for this, but it it all comes to the agreement that they have with these teams, and mm. you know, and. and they're not. They don't care about the creators. They're thinking about their bottom dollar. So yeah. at the end of the day, that's probably not going to be part of the conversation. Yeah. And I'm. And it's unfortunate. I think. Oh, it's just catching knows. up to the to the audience right now. No. Let me go back. Actually, uh, I think it restarted. I think because uh, the video only has forty five minutes. Yeah, but that's the video, so there is no news right, so created at the to... moment. Ch- uh, clients? Need... Yeah, I'm here. There's no new video to, uh... created, you have to make a new one. Yeah. Uh... So part. This will be a part one and part two stream. <laughs> yep, let me try to log yeah. into YouTube and get that fixed. Well, that's all. Let's have a bunch of licensed music playing when we come back. <laughs> man and i want to tell about my thing from seven eight years ago when i did some streaming on uh on twitch yeah i i need, i don't know how careful i need to be about that when there is a copyright music come on from those games i, I don't know if i didn't care about that i was a young boy <laughs> you, uh, i mean you see youtube reaction channels all the time i mean they got a like literally, yeah. Like, cut the new trend? That's the biggest thing right now, and all they do is react to vin- to uh, to videos, uh, yeah, yeah, music videos. Right. So, so when they're reacting to music videos, I got a buddy who music makes music who gives me a hundred percent access to all his albums. Um, he just wants oh, the free line. promotion. So you definitely probably want to hit him up. He's he's a good guy. He just really? likes the free like, advertisement. Back there you go. Free advertisement. Can you guys you tweet yeah. it out since we had a Florida internet lag spike? Yeah. No, I'll retweet the first person that tweets.
I gotta love Florida. But they, I'll hook you up with oh, with my friend, though, man. He just wants the free advertisement. But he, yeah, heck yeah, man. Uh, so he doesn't yeah. mind it being used in like uh, just regular videos as well. Um, you have to talk to him about it, but I'm sure he'd be open to it. I could, I could use that as well, but. Yeah, the the video. His music down. is fire. He just dropped his last album last week, and it's fire. So it's burning. <laughs> definitely want to check him out. I had him on my show. When you guys get a chance, one v one. Um, put it in the uh, in Discord or in uh, DM on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. I sure will. Um. I can't write yeah. the second, but I will as soon as I get my hands free. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. For those of you that are uh, in the chat right now, had a little technical difficulty, but we're getting everything going right now. And we'll make sure to go back and say everything we said for the first 45 <laughs> minutes, exactly how we said it, just to make sure it's all in one stream. Flymer said he's going to sing a song for everybody. No, no, what, what? No, no, I didn't agree. Is the song called <laughs> Death Nut? No. <laughs> it's probably called Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood are always home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got to be careful, guys. Well, hey, yeah. Nothing's sorry. saying we probably. can't sing it. Yeah, can I? What if I sing it and it's so accurate? Nope, that doesn't count. No, that's fair use. That's Heck yeah, huge. man! All right, that's gonna be that's the entertainment on my streams from now on. I'm just saying <laughs> everything. You are gonna be rapping and and uh, playing a guitar? What the what? Well, that'd be hard to do I, with the controller in my hand. I have my piano behind me. I just have to learn the song. That's all. Uh oh, Stephanie wants Flemish to sing. Uh, what, what? No, no. Yes. Flemish, you want we? She's requesting you to sing "Boys in the Hood." I don't right know now. that song. What song is that? Actually, he only knows Belgian folk music. You need no. to learn "Boys in the Hood." That's that's your uh, pull up. Google the lyrics, and you're gonna be like, "What?" <laughs> sing. You can sing in Flemish, uh, like make an intro song for Four Guys Recorders in Flemish. Is it from Easy E? <laughs> from Easy E. Yes. Uh, okay. Hey, do yeah. a do a do a freestyle about Snoopkiss. <laughs> I can't rap. <laughs> That's like my <laughs> worst thing ever. I I can change my voice from high to low. But, no, yeah. no, no. That's <laughs> enough of that. Well, Flemish is done with his singing career and ended as quick as it started. <laughs> I haven't so, started yet. Flemish, well, I, I we just we didn't get to you on this DMCA stuff, right? You said you got some stories from eight years ago. I got a story from eight years ago when I was a a wee little lad. I was only twenty one years old. Um, was living with my foster father back in the day, and I was streaming on Twitch back then. And I was actually I had like ten viewers as. Like at the time, like all the time, it was very fun to to do, and I always did the same thing. So I had one hour doing my shows, and I was streaming like four or five hours every day, uh, because I did need to work. I worked like 
in the cafe below where I live because we ran a cafe, cafe uh, like a, a bar. And on the side, we, um, I, I did my streaming stuff as a hobby, I would say. And yeah, it, it was very fun. Like, I, I always did those, like, you give me any link you want, and I put it on the stream, and we react to it together and stuff. So I was maybe one of those early channels where people react to stuff they see and stuff. And I was always, like, putting music on. That was, like, copyright and everything. Now I know better, of course, but back in the day, Twitch didn't think about all that stuff. Like, I think there was... How how long does Twitch exist, exactly? I don't eight know, years, YouTube... ten years? Yeah, yeah I would say eight long, to, between eight wow. to ten years, I would think. Probably, yeah, so before, that... you, probably before you were born, Flemish. No, 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 no. I'm <laughs> I'm 29 clowns. How can you forget? <sighs> YouTube's like that disciplined father while Amazon or Twitch was like that cool uncle that gave you a 20 every now and then. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I do still have some pictures from back in the day, which is funny. I got an intro from uh, my fans? old name and stuff. No, no, no defense. Everybody wants me to open an OnlyFans or something. I don't know what's going on. Like, uh, do you, do they have some dreams over here? Uh, what's going on? Like the Belgium guy on OnlyFans? I, I guess you'll find out once you do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you never know, right? Nah, I'm not going to try. Why not? Why nah. not? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I never, I, I might... never been to that site before, so I don't even know what I have to. It's all right, I'm sure to, you might get there. You <laughs> might get that fame you've always been looking for. Exactly. Uh, Z Black Rider says, "If you can sing the Russian national anthem, he'll give you a follow." But the funny thing is, Black Rider, you already follow me. Hey. <laughs> oh wait! So you basically just told him to unfollow you until you could sing it. <laughs> Hey, 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 do you know whether I'll maybe I'll I'll um I'll think about it and maybe do it on my uh my uh, chat stream. I'll think about it. Uh, but no, uh, uh yeah, I, I think it ha has a little bit to do with the growth as well because if you look at the Twitch growth over the last years, it's been growing so much, and it's been yeah just growing so much for a long time. That's exactly I, I, what I was. Yeah, I think I think it's just like the the growth and like putting all those structures together. Even YouTube has still trouble with DMCA's, right? They're using an automated system to um, to see if everything's copyrighted and stuff. Like if Twitch would do the same thing and make everything everything automated, that would be horrible. Um, so I don't think they really had to structure like they had have to do something now but i don't think they have the infrastructure to really go after the copyright system so yeah they basically go manually through all the videos i guess to delete them but they had some stuff that they actually de like deleted the audio from your vault before uh if you post the music and you there's no audio on your vault anymore for the certain time when the music was played, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, and and just to follow up, Justin TV, man, 
before it became Twitch, it literally allowed you to stream everything. I'm talking about pay-per-views, TV, cable TV, everything. Yeah, everybody I, was using that to like watch things that they didn't have to pay for. You know exactly. It was that platform, so is is definitely. I've got a question. Is it actually uh, forbidden to stream? Um, like, let's say BlizzCon. Everyone knows BlizzCon, right? And BlizzCon, you actually need to pay for. Is that is that allowed to stream that nope. to an you, audience? You cannot. You cannot without permission. Ah, okay. Interesting. Yeah. I I don't know, Justin. Uh. uh What's the name again? Justin TV. The interesting yeah, thing is the video games, technically, you know, we're being allowed to, but they could easily just shut it down if they wanted to, right? <laughs> I mean, have you seen could. the reaction from that one guy that made a bad comment about streamers need to yes. pay? Yeah, that's never gonna the, happen, man. No. It's the, never the, gonna we'll... happen ever that they're gonna not allow streamers to uh like stream the games because it makes so much publicity and gives the developers so much chance to actually show the game to the world yeah so, look at look at look at um among us right among us came out in 2018 it mm -hmm. only became popular like a month or so ago because a streamer decided to put it on twitch and now it's made all kinds of dumb money yeah yep so yeah, yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna take away that free publicity. And part of it is when you play a game, that's you doing something. That's that's you interacting. So it's it's like content creation. It's like playing a guitar. Even though you might play a melody that's from a song, you're playing the guitar. It's not someone else. So they can't monitor you know what I mean? They can't take that from you. Mm-hmm. Well, they're smart too, knowing the the audience. Like, it, it, my daughter doesn't watch TV; she watches YouTube, right? She watches Twitch. She she watches streams. So, the majority of I'm not going to say maybe not the majority. I don't know exactly the numbers 100, percent but it seems like a lot of people just watch YouTube now and don't really watch TV anymore, right? So. To have all these people have YouTube channels and streams promoting your game just everywhere, the the video game industry has grown dramatically just by the sheer amount of presence that it has in just the everyday um, exposure to kids and what they're seeing uh, on YouTube and Twitch and all that stuff. So to, to take that away would be crazy. Well, know? I would say there's a caveat to that, right? Because the Japanese companies still will hit you on right. some of their stuff because they feel like you're taking money out their pocket. I don't know why it's like that, but they do. <laughs> they're just late um, to the party, you know. They're they'll get on board. I think Nintendo's even eased up, you know. Nintendo has wanna... eased up, but they they have shut down a lot of channels. Um before yeah because they uh streamed their content um and they were actually paid surfers before like they actually um sometime like made you pay to use their content to stream or to to make videos of it mm. <laughs> which is yeah that's different 
they tried that. They actually, uh, it, it didn't go over well. Let's say that. You know, there's something I want to say about this while we're on this topic is that we made a uh, video not that long ago on uh, the news show that Flemish and I did, and I put WWE Battlegrounds in there, that new arcade wrestling game, and we got hit first by WWE for (laughs) what they claimed was a live event that we were airing, like, one of their live events that was pay-per-view. Um, so I disputed that, and while that was in dispute, then Fox Networks came in and said that we were airing, like, a WWE live wrestling event, and they called it a different one, I can't remember what they called it, but it was pretty bad, and then by the time the WWE dropped theirs, then Fox decided to drop theirs, it was almost like they team up on you sometimes, and we didn't even have sound. It was just the video. So YouTube's content ID system is getting smarter and they're identifying just the videos even without the audio, um, which I think yeah. is insane. Because it, what, which is true. And, and uh. it's even funny because it's not the full screen. It's like the small screen in the, like on the side, right? Like some people uh, used to flip their video over to... Um, to like trick the system, but that doesn't even work anymore. No, like, they have an automatic yeah. algorithm. Because remember earlier this year when, and I'm sorry for cutting you off, Flemish. I just want to make this no point. Problem. That, no um, remember the Last of Us Two fiasco? Yes. Okay. There was an automated thing out there that not only hit YouTube videos but also Facebook and Twitch. It was so bad. That even when Sony was promoting their Last of Us 2, they got hit by their own automated system. They got their Twitter taken offline. (laughs) Yeah. I remember. You guys remember that? No, I didn't see that. (laughs) Yo, they got their own stuff banned. Yeah, Sony Sony got Sony strike themselves with Yes. Yeah, with their own with their own video. Yeah. Yes. So it's it is an automated algorithm that reaches out and auto auto strikes or tags your stuff and it's not always a manual person right it should be because then they can kind of make a determination hey this is nothing right but they have stuff so any and i'm gonna just let you know um clowns if it's ufc wwe any of that stuff, they automatically, especially when they have a pay-per-view come up, they're automatically out looking for streams or any content that could be leaking. I am not playing with you. ESPN almost took my neck off when I was talking about the UFC event last week, and I was just talking about it, okay? It, it wasn't like I was showing anything. So it, it they have those things sitting out there and far as how this ties in, yes, it shouldn't be that broad. That's that broad stroke I was talking about that YouTube does that Twitch does not do. They, they, they can't do that. They literally have to use a scalpel and, and put together a system that can maybe flag it to let them see it first before they do anything about it. It should not be an actual item off rip. 
because there's so much like which mentioned before people's channels getting taken down and they're innocent right they may not know the rules they're innocent they're not even sure what they did wrong and it should be a system that allows interaction and engagement because not even youtube has that if you get hit by youtube it's it's more of a hassle than anything to, to try and defend yourself so it, it's i think especially when it comes to the size of twitch you, you have to you have to sit there and work work through those because the last thing you want to do is put a system in that does a broad stroke and then 90% of your top earners are gone. Hmm. Yeah, it, it was even more funny for us because Capcom, who is just a game game developer, right? Uh, like a publisher. Sorry, sorry. Um, they actually also uh, like copyright claimed us uh, with one of their, I think it was Resident Evil Seven or yeah, Village. Yeah. Yeah, Village. Yeah, they they copyright claimed us on that one. Like and no music, <laughs> and it was us yeah. talking over it. Like we're doing like you know like a news show, like no different than a typical news show. I dispute most of that stuff, and I tell them, listen, I'm like I I am like a journalist. I talk about the news, and under fair use, I have a right to use clips and images. Uh, it's not like a, a bread and butter thing for me. This is a, a news thing, no different than being on Fox or CNN. I put that in all my disputes. Flamish just went ahead and just like took it out because he didn't want to deal with the hassle. But I will always dispute that stuff, no matter what. Yeah, I fight it. Fight it. it was pretty. It, it was new to me. Like I, I started managing the channel first, and then clowns came in. And he was like, oh, okay, we'll distribute it. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> I didn't know what that was. <laughs> so yeah, he learned me a little bit about it. Klaus, oh. you're a horrible driver, I have to say. <laughs> Sorry. Listen, I had <laughs> some, playing Forza I had or Wreckfest? Wreckfest. <laughs> yeah, I Sorry. had some issues on this one. I My car was underpowered. But in all seriousness, I mean... You know, going into next gen, I'm I'm moving the topic along because I know Flemish has like retro renegades probably. But the next topic is that apparently Xbox has decided that they're going to change the way that they do their party chats because apparently, currently right now it's peer to peer, and that has been causing some DDoSing issues. Now I know that when I used to play Rainbow Six Siege. If you would party up with random people on Siege, if they would invite you in, um, they would use like Wireshark or something and get your IP address and then they would DDoS you while you're playing Siege against them. It was like a funny thing for them to do and they'd make videos on it. Um, I didn't really think it was widespread beyond the communities, like beyond that. But apparently Xbox is taking an approach similar to what they did with Skype a long time ago, where they're going to make it server based. So it's to remove that peer-to-peer -peer structure. Um, I mean, and that does help some streamers, especially if you're a streamer, right? Let's say the Belgian sensation grows into like this massive audience like Justin Bieber or something, you know, and you're in a party chat with him and you're like, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and DDoS him while he's singing his Flemish song. You know what I mean? Uh, 
So I, I think it's a good thing. I think it's something that they should have done a long time ago. And it would probably help with a lot of issues that people have in parties anyway, where some people have a hard time connecting to each other. Then you got to back out, start a new party, reset your router, restart your Xbox. I mean, there's so many issues that just it being server-based would have fixed anyway from the get-go. And I'm surprised that Xbox hasn't taken the initiative to do this before. They did this with Skype, I think, around 2015, finally. Uh, I want to go to you, uh, Midway, because I know that you didn't really have a lot to say on the last topic, but what do you think about this, man? It's a good thing. It's a very good thing. Uh, you know, I mean, video games isn't uh, far from the reach of bullies as well. I mean, I, I like the... I like that they're doing this now. I feel like they were probably waiting until uh, until the next generation... To, to get it going for you know the the technology and stuff like that, especially with the boxes being more capable of doing many things. Um, you know, obviously this doesn't apply to me. I'm not a rager. I'm not somebody that you know likes to bash other people. You know, I think the the most offensive thing I will ever say to somebody is like, you know, WTF, man. That's it. So I mean. Yeah, I mean, this is this is I like it. I'm glad I'm glad they're paying attention and I hope that this will start to um get rid of the uh the trend of of uh rager cyberbullyers. Yeah, I mean it 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 is a good step. Uh PK, what do you think? So, um Probably why they haven't touched on it before is because peer-to-peer is free. It's not something they have to monitor or maintain, right? So it was just ease of access. Not to say, and, and on top of that, they, they, they're they now established with their Azure to be able to have those cloud-based server-side options. So I think it was more or less that now it's gotten to the point where it's cheap enough to do it. Okay. Um, and... You know, obviously there's security involved because now they can manage it server base and not have to wait to somebody, you know, whole bunch of reports that they actually can um, do more interactive because your profile is roaming profile. You know, it's just a lot of cool technology things come about. And now that we have, we're going into the Azure infrastructure, all, we're probably already in there. Uh, but more than likely, we're going to be more um, implemented going forward now that we have xCloud, et cetera, et cetera. So it just kind of makes sense it all fits together. And to make it a seamless transition between xCloud, Xbox, PC, what have you. Because, um, you know, since you have a roaming profile, it's, it's easier to put ACLs on your profile um, and do things like that. Uh, also, it it will also enhance the chance uh, the chat quality, right? Because now we don't have to. Uh, what was uh, I forget what codec they use, but the chat quality will go up now that it's not peer to peer. And like you stated before, you know a lot of people are on Wi-Fi, so they don't port forward their stuff. So yeah, there's a lot of NATs that are restricted, which keep people from connecting, communicating, and all that stuff. So if it's hosted server side, 
then we don't have to really worry about that. They will just, it will be an issue with that person connected to the server and not to each other uh, on that end. So, technically, why is this a good idea? Uh, fun, you got any thoughts on this? I think it's just another improvement to services you know, from Xbox and they just keep doing this stuff and whether we're asking for it or not, they just keep improving things behind the scenes and making the entire experience better. Uh, whether it's, uh, this has got multiple benefits, like these guys have been saying, whether it's to protect us, uh, from, uh, guys that are trying to just be jerks and ruin our experience, you know, or whether it's to, uh, have less issues with party chat. Cause we have all been there where, the more people start popping into party chat, you start having issues with connections and you end up having to start new parties, create new parties, restart Xboxes, like they've been saying. And uh, to have everything more seamless with less hassle and less troubleshooting. Um, but shout out also to party chat because before Discord, before uh, PlayStation had party chat or anything, Xbox Live had party chat and brought us this uh, that kind of changed the way we all interact, you know, together with gaming, uh, where we started forming little groups, you know, where we play multiple games at the same time. Um, and this is improving that experience uh, to another level, just making it more seamless and without with less hassles. So uh, I'm excited. Any little thing they do that improves it, improves it overall. That's all I got. <laughs> okay. Blamish, any thoughts on this? Yeah, for me, um, back in the day on PC, because I know this back on PC, right? I've been playing PC since I was three years old. Um, <laughs> that was back on, oh my God. That was 80 years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got this long beard. Um, I'm just hiding it um, somewhere. Uh, no, okay. So peer-to-peer, -peer, back in the, like... It's 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 a bad experience overall. Like you're connecting to someone's internet, and that's your connection. Like if they if they're like far away, you got like a laggy game. Um, like like back in Counter Strike, it was actually an advantage to be the host of the server from peer to peer back in the back in the time. Um, be, because the others would lag, and you would just snipe them off so easily. Uh, that was the trick I did when I was a kid. <laughs> Shh, no one knows. Um, wow, so many <laughs> two shotgun host. No, but but overall, like uh, technology is only getting better, and this is just one step closer to getting that Azure cloud and um, like that that internet experience we all want. So uh, it's it's only getting better. So. So it's, I think it's good they're getting rid of it somewhere. I think to add on to that, I mean, uh, Microsoft evolved from Skype to using Teams, and Teams is a much better client. So server to client, I think in that they might be using that same technology on the back end, and that's probably what making it better, right? Maybe. I mean, and plus, like you alluded to before, mm -hmm. it's an easier way to monitor people. And I think as we're going into the future, we've seen with PlayStation updating their terms of service, got everybody all riled up about listening 
uh, five second clips or whatever or whatnot and then they said oh no it's just in case somebody in the party records you it really wasn't i mean because people really don't have permission to record you unless you give them permission so it had to be for sony and maybe this is a way for microsoft to kind of enforce rules and toss and report violations to federal law enforcement if somebody says something that's kind of like you know out of whack or all you know out of a uh, normal conversation and they're probably gonna have to update their terms too i mean in the in the uh initial windows 10 preview terms when i read it a long time ago it said that even if you type something on your keyboard that could be deemed um you know a threat to yourself or others they could still report that but not like i don't think they took any action on it it was just something that was in there because it probably has to be in there so maybe this is where it comes to fruition um with the server-based kind of thing yeah i mean i work in uh, uh cyber forensics and pretty much anything you do on your machine can be held against you even if you delete it if you think because just never really truly deleted let's be real you guys think you have gotten rid of those and photos, but it, it's not gone. It's on your machine until you actually shred that drive. It's it's on there. Um, but yeah, uh, I think part of it is they have to say these things to cover themselves, right? That's part of the legal legality of it. So um, definitely have those things in place just in case, kind of thing. A CYB is what I used to what I usually call it. Cover your butt. And yes, I agree with you 100%, Clowns, that that's probably the case. Yeah, and and I know that what you said working in cybersecurity, that stuff's never truly deleted. And, you know, there was things where you could shred uh, files over and over with DoD standards multiple times, like 12, 16, 32, 48 times in a row, and then uh, re-encrypt what you shred it, and then shred it again and write it over with zeros. And I think that was one way people were trying to get stuff from so that it wasn't recoverable. And then uh, Linux can do some amazing things sometimes when you hook up Linux and you use like forensic stuff on Linux. Uh, I had a client uh, a long time ago that had to get lost photos and she had deleted her drive maybe like six or seven times and installed new operating systems on it. And with Linux, I was able to look in empty spaces and re-piece pictures together. And man, were there some really weird pictures on there that she asked me to re-piece together. Um, I absolutely. Absolutely. I haven't you wouldn't believe some like of the tools in, you can use. Yeah, I haven't done it in years, so I only imagine it's gotten better. Um, oh, yeah. More expensive, but yes. Yeah. And better. <laughs> Excuse me, guys, while I go uh, shred all my hard drives. <laughs> well, don't only shred them. I mean, demagnetize no, no, no. them, Should... drop them in water. Like, you know, do a whole no, bunch no, of No, no, no. Water, water wouldn't do good. Just get <laughs> ni niodymium magnet, the strongest magnet on Earth. And just put it over there. It's, um, it's going to be good. Plant and watch them recycle it. <laughs> no, take one of those shredders. The shredders are fun. No, Flamish has a bunch of one. his OnlyFans test pictures on his hard drive. Yes, right he's already... Oh, come on, guys. Flamish already <laughs> has a plan like to shred stuff that he's been watching. He hasn't told us yet, but he's like... Huh, well, he's I in hope Belgium, that. so the laws don't apply. U.S. laws don't apply to him. 
Yeah, but no? d- don't Euro, Euro laws have longer retention, I believe, on servers. So really? Yeah, Euro has longer retention laws, but it's more. Oh, that's right. They do. Yeah. Because they changed it um, last year, I think. You have to hold it up to 15 years. Mm-hmm. I think that's the new GDP um, thing that we had to all go through in cybersecurity. Yeah. Yep, 15 years, man. The only difference Gosh. is in, in Europe, they have to tell you if you're being served a warrant. I think that's what one of the biggest differences are. So, but that's good for me because I'm not going to do So he's prepared. See, he's like, hmm, 15 years. Are you using your. You're using, using your my words against ego. me. Don't put words into my mouth. <laughs> he's using no. your alter ego. Sorry, man. Yeah, my, my wife's uh, brother is actually like super into computers and everything, and he he always told us don't throw away your computer, your PC tower, because people could get your information off the hard drive if they really wanted to, and and do all that. Even if you even if you like think you've gotten everything off, you know what I mean. So I have actually like five computers in my garage right now that are yep, like it's old. Called, it's called dumpster diving, but yes, yeah. they do do that. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. You definitely want to make sure you, that you see those things be destroyed. M- magnets are good. Is is magnets uh, is, the, is the first way, and then I usually I would before I would get rid of stuff a long time ago. I would let it sit like in chemical water for like hours upon hours, maybe days sometimes. What? How do you, you know all that stuff? From that. You know, oh, there's huh. free Linux software that help you wipe them. Like you said, overwrite them with zeros and ones. Um, that you can use depending on the size of the drive. It'll, you know, depends on how quick it can get done. Like anything yeah. over a hundred gigs, it'll be like six to eight hours. Yeah, I've got the feeling there are some criminals in this chat at the moment. Um... <laughs> Relax. <laughs> this is what I do for a living, bro. Yeah, don't worry, Flemish. They're not after people that play video games. They're after people that do a lot more dangerous and. Deadly stuff than that. That's like nothing. They don't even care about that half the time. Yes, I'm a gamer. Oh my. Uh, okay. <laughs> Why are you fill us a double way? Wait a minute. No, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> sorry, flat. I-, I can act. You know. No, no. He's he's, he's actually flamish. surfing your computer right now as you speak, Flames. You just don't even know it. <laughs> don't tell him that. But my computer is only like six months old. No, uh, from it, it didn't shut so off only... on its own, Flemish. Yeah. Let's just say that. Hey, yeah, the, the weird thing is my RAM sticks always glow even when the PC is off. I can still recharge my headset. Hey, Flemish, when that light comes on where your uh, camera is, that's that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. Oh, no, it's my microphone. Since I plugged my microphone in, the red light on top is always blinking. Like, it's always on. Um, it's like it's recording every word I say all the time, even when... Uh... It's not. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, I don't believe all that stuff, man. <laughs> um, I'm sorry to derail the the topics. Oh, there. that's that's all right. I mean, that's a good. I like that topic. Me and you could do a cybersecurity <laughs> show. I would love that. Um, Yo. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we're talking about cybersecurity, I just want to let you guys know that Facebook, the the most privacy friendly place on earth, is launching. I, I heard the. This- Chasm in your voice. Yes. <laughs> it's like the yellow pages of modern day and nobody realizes <laughs> it, you know. Um 
So they're launching a cloud ga- gaming-based service, uh, except it's not going after the hardcore gamers. It's going after like the casual market, and it seems to be cashing in on mobile gaming. Um, it's supposed to be like, hey, you're on Facebook, you want to log into the Facebook cloud and you tap on a mobile game and it instantly loads. Now, this is interesting because this is more like browser-based, right? So this is one way to get around the Android, uh, Google Store, and iOS Store policies of in-game microtransactions. Mainly iOS, but yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, Flemish, I know why you need to go. You need to delete your hard drive. Uh, So, uh, you know, I just... I don't know. I don't think it's going to be super significant, at least for a majority of us gamers. But I think, you know, uh, in a demographic where mobile gaming is really popular, it's going to hit that three billion market. And a lot of people are going to take off, you know, hyper casuals, as they call them, um, on their way to office, work or in the bathroom, sitting on the commode, the proper term there, Um, using that kind of stuff. So, uh, fun. Let me go to you on this. What do you think? Do you think this is a big deal? You think anybody should care about this? So it seems like it. It's kind of more after the same kind of market. Maybe it's like Apple Arcade. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like more mobile based. So I mean, I think it has potential. I don't know what Apple Arcade's numbers are as far as how well they've done. You know. Um. But I know that. What was that farmer's game that was on Facebook for a long time? Um, Farmville. Farmville, yeah. like Games like that, you know, uh, Candy Crush. Um, it's good for a, a, a different audience altogether. Um, I don't know. Is this like a... Do you have to pay for this? Does no. Anybody... Right now, it's free. Um, you can right. test it out. I don't know if they'll eventually well, charge for it. For the type of games that are going to be on it, um, I think it seems like it might just be a way of getting maybe a better quality of games through the browser, potentially. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not sure what the utilization is of it for because Facebook is all browser-based anyway, right? It's all... Uh, is it like Flash games, pretty much? Um, I mean, Flash is kind of outdated now because of all the security bugs, but yeah, it's probably like HTML5 and, and Java. Java yeah. yeah. Right, so... <laughs> I mean, those games are so accessible everywhere anyway, so I don't really, uh, you know, I may be the wrong person to ask about this because I don't really know what the point is if it's already so easily accessible through browsers with Facebook and stuff. Unless they're looking to improve the kind of games that can be on their service. That's the only thing I could think of. Froggy said he tried it the other day, uh, and it ran pretty smoothly for an Android game. Uh, he said yeah. they're streaming higher end Android games, so maybe okay, higher so that, end. Like... That's that's why, yeah. So they want to get into that like a little bit better like mobile game market, you know, because they've been limited, I guess, on the browser based games. So I uh, I think it may be op- for like my mom, you know, who uh, sits in her apartment and she plays Candy Crush, you know, uh, this might be something a way for her to sc- to discover a different kind of game than she would have ever had before, you know. But as far as a I don't think it's a big deal, honestly. Like uh, casual gaming to me is a huge market, and it's always going to be a huge market. But it's nothing that I really think about, you know. So, 
Um, Fly missions, you got to go soon. What do you think about this? Is are you gonna sit there and play Candy Crush uh, on the Facebook game app, or you actually gonna while play Candy in, in Russian while singing in Russian? Uh, I I played Fallville back in the day um, with my with my family actually. Like we were all into it for for some time, which is weird. Um, but yeah, don't don't really have too much to say on this topic actually, which is a first. <laughs> what? Let's hear that song, then. <laughs> yeah. Have you learned the Russian anthem yet, Samish? I have not heard it yet. I need to hear it first. I do know the Kazakhstan one from uh, Borat. <laughs> In my mind, I don't know why, but I think of the intro music to Command and Conquer. Will you hear the Kazakhstan? <laughs> no, like the, for the Russian anthem. It, you know, just that you know the opening, uh, opening Command and Conquer music, the mar- the marching. You know, uh, I don't even know. Like, I have the only thing I'm thinking about is probably like, uh, like the communism, uh, like clicker game. That's uh, like well, it's Nod versus GDI. You know, no, you need to go uh, play Command and Conquer. Command and Conquer. From back in the day, hold on, PC. Mm, they just I, had a remaster. Yeah, I probably have to buy it someday. Um, probably next year then. <laughs> Maybe I'll try it. <laughs> but not for now. No, no. I, 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 yeah, I cannot say too much about this topic. Sorry, <laughs> it's a little bit like uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. I think about this. Well, Flemish, I do want to let you know that you still have one person in Russia that is watching right now. I'm probably waiting for that Russian anthem that you're gonna that you promised to sing in Flemish language. I heard that. You promised? Yeah, you can't go back on your promise. I didn't promise. Can't go back on your promise. But I know I never go back on my promises. I always keep my words. But uh, I, I. um, I, I didn't promise. No. Isn't it called like Mother Russia or something? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know at all. I had no idea. I think it's funny you said that though. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll record a video of it so you can play next time or something planned. I'll, I'll think of something. I'll think of something. Maybe Saturday. I have the lyrics in front of me, but I can't sing it. Because I don't know sing. what any of it means. Oh, or you can on, sing on, the on, Boys in the Hood song. You know, clowns. You could play it on the on the stream, but you might get a copyright strike. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, you're probably right. You put the lyrics on the screen, (laughs) and then Flemish can sing it. You know, Mm -hmm. somebody actually said in, in one of the chats that. As we were talking about the copyright stuff, is when I lost internet connection. So they were joking that maybe that's that's what happened. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Is possibility. Um, yeah, actually, I found the English translation of the song um, on the bottom uh, of the, the nineteen forty four uh, version of nineteen seventy seven. Somebody says a five dollar super chat is Flemish sing something. Ooh. So, Flemish, it's called the State Anthem of the Russian Federation, and it's in C major. Go. <laughs> I don't even know what C major is. Um, oh, I thought, 
thought you had that beautiful singing voice. I put the uh, the first lyrics in the chat. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. Let me let me try. Let me try. Okay. I don't know we'll how close is Belgian Belgian to Russian. <laughs> it's not gonna work. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna try now. I, I have to practice. I cannot do it like that. Can, what about? I, can you can you hum any video game music? Give us Halo. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. no. What, what? What? Hold on. What do you think of Super Mario? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Do it. Let's hear it. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, Don't tell me you have to look this up, Flamish. I, I need the tune. I forgot the tune. Da, 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 da. I... Oh, you can't lead them on. Okay, okay. I don't know if I call that Wait, a pass. Have invincibility. Flemish. Uh, 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 have you, have you, I'm going to ask you, have you seen the Super Mario TV show before? No. Is that's actually that's oh, the movie? actually has no it's a TV show. It actually has lyrics. Maybe what? You look at that and then and then sing that next time. Yes. No. Yeah. I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> uh, no, I, I really need to go a glance. Um, so Beck says you should stick to Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanna be my daughter. Okay. <laughs> he knew that hey, one right hey, off the top of his head. I know he's yeah, in yeah, the shower. Yeah, I, I, I practiced that. You, I practiced that song for over an hour to get it right on the show from the first time. He bought the um, ringtone back in the day for three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was actually thinking of maybe buying that costume for Saturday, but it's a little bit too pricey. So just wear your OnlyFans costume for Saturday. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Z, Z Black Ride is asking me three words. I can't do three words. Zvias. <laughs> you might want to translate that first to make sure he's not trying to trick you into saying something crazy. <laughs> yeah, because we, we, we do have somebody watching from Russia uh, on uh, goodgame.ru, so he, somebody is hanging out with us. Whoever that is, Everybody. you are awesome. Just letting you know. It's a it's a bot. <laughs> M- one bot? I don't know. Oh, oh. It's not uh, I got the bot. translation. Our secret state. That's the sacred state. That's the thing. So I'll, I'll try. Okay? I'll try. I'll try. What well, one one thing. Okay. See ya uh zvi. Zvia Zienia Nasha Derzhava. I think the uh, FBI uh, just knocked on my door. Oh, uh, class. See what you got here from <laughs> Stephanie. That's yeah. so. See? 
Even my burpee spice is coming up there. So, uh, yeah. Thank you so much oh, for that pity donation, Stephanie. Stephanie. Yay. That's a, that's a pity super chat. You're, probably, you're, you're making <laughs> Flemish blush, blush right now, Aww. probably. Uh, Bless you, Stephanie, for that super chatty. <laughs> and Z Black Rider says, zero Russia forever. I'll buy that. Oh, maybe Flemish, maybe you have a career in singing. That could be your OnlyFans. You sing privately for a group of people. Yeah, sing privately. I like I like how that sounds. Privately by yourself in the shower, Flamish. No girls, please. I always sing in the shower. That's the problem. Well, that's well, the best wait. time to do your OnlyFans. What's your go-to song in the shower, Flamish? Uh, mostly sing Linkin Park. Oh, he nice. met him! Oh, yeah. Wow! Hour, like, and in the end, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, don't butcher the song. Oh. oh! Oh! Shots fired! From oh, Belgian sensation. Across no, the nation, uh... clowns. Don't forget it. God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> I know. Got the ribbit, ribbit. I don't even think we got. We got to Midway on this cloud game and stuff, do we? Yeah. I, I'll, I'll see you guys later. Clowns, you can do the outro for me. You know where to find me anyway, so. Yep, I will. Okay. You see you later, guys. Was fun you having you all. Uh, also, see you in chat, guys. Um, uh, Flemish out. Bye. You can find Flemish on his hard drive with all of his photos. <laughs> <laughs> where he's taking a hammer to secretly delete it because he thinks that PK has been spying on him now through his webcam. Yeah. He's not paranoid, is he? No, I don't think. I don't think so. Well, now he is. <laughs> you guys are terrible. <laughs> Flemish is fun. He's cool. Uh, Flemish could do a duet with uh, Fun Speculation. Ivis says. Oh, I'll I'll sing. <laughs> my my wife's uh, actually secretly taped me singing like some school thing for my daughter yesterday. I was like joking around and she put it on Twitter. Oh wow, that's bad. It was a song about soil. Oh nice. It's like one of those songs you just make up randomly. No, it's like, you know, uh, have uh, anybody's been doing like school at home with their kids or whatever, they have this thing called vocabulary, you know, and uh, they have these like gotcha. other things where they have these songs that are yep. like two real songs, you know, but they like talk, sing about subjects. So this was a song about soil in the form of Royals by Lord. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I did that. What was it? And we can always be soil. Soil. Yeah, something like that. And then we can watch <laughs> the plants grow. Yeah, it's crap like that. I don't know. But it, hey, it's on Twitter. Thanks to my wife. I'm going to have to look that up. Um, that is pretty funny. About to go viral. It is. Yeah, it is going to go viral now. I'm sure that you mentioned it. Fun. People are going to oh, look no. that up. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, it's going to so, be viral in Russia. <laughs> well, we got one person in Russia watching, but they do listen to the podcast feed. There's actually a lot of people in Russia that listen to the podcast feed. Uh, for some awesome. reason. Yeah, I, I don't know how or why, but they picked it up and they're listening to us. Maybe, maybe when they hear Flamish, the uh, the listeners will increase after that. But <laughs> to try to get this back on topic, midway, 
Um, this Facebook game and cloud game and stuff that even if it's more powerful Android games, is this something that you could see yourself using? I I gotta see like what kind of games are gonna be coming out with it. Um, like I got Game Pass Ultimate and will be more uh capable uh to use when when I start using X Cloud, which I know what kind of games I'm getting with the xCloud, so I'm not really much of a Farmville guy, or I mean, I try, I think I tried it for like a week, and I, everything died, I just didn't have time. So, <laughs> <It's a job. laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, I just, uh, I, I gotta see what, I gotta see what kind of, uh, catalog they have before I, before I can speak on how interested I am. Okay. I mean, that sounds fair. I, I looked at it and I didn't see anything that like really stuck out to me. Um and I really hope that they don't really start charging for it. I just don't uh I mean I, I wouldn't pay for it, but it's not to say that somebody else uh wouldn't pay at the same time. Uh PK are, are would you, you are you saying real quick, oh. are you saying that you won't are you saying that you won't pay Luna prices for Facebook gaming? <laughs> No, absolutely not. No, I'd rather pay Luna <laughs> prizes for Luna. I wouldn't need... How much is Stadia? Stadia? You have to buy your games, and if you want in 4K, you got to pay $10 a month. Oh, yeah, yeah. forget forget that. That's... Uh, no, so if Facebook started having, like, major games... If, it's just, if know, it was just like, a subscription, it wouldn't be so bad, but since you got to purchase the games, too, it makes it kind of worse. Yeah, Stadia, I don't get it. So they may have to change their structure a little bit. Oh, well, plus you can't even the, the uh, new Chrome uh, stick or whatever doesn't even come with the app Chrome, built in, right? The the Google TV. Yeah, no, you can play Game Pass Ultimate on it though. <laughs> it's like, what what sense does that make? You know, like if you're really behind your product and you have your mainstream device that is. Uh, for accessing content on a TV, right? To not have your gaming platform already loaded on. Well, they don't have the um, YouTube integration either, but um, <clears throat> that they promised. Uh, PK, what do you think about it? So, I think it'll be successful because it's it's already at a it's already established. Uh, platform right um my mom plays facebook games religiously she's never been a game in her whole life but she is addicted to words with friends and and whatever that puzzle game you guys mentioned and uh so one they're they're trying to get out there just like they microsoft is and amazon Right, because we know that iOS specifically have a problem with game streaming on their platform. It breaks their quote unquote uh, terms and terms of service is what they say. Um, but uh, the cool thing is that. Uh, they're going to reach the, the the audience that probably won't pick up a console 
or probably won't pick up a PC or any of that kind of stuff. And I think that's their their goal. Because just like Phil Spencer said, there are billions of gamers out there, not millions. So it doesn't matter how many consoles you sell if you only reach the sound uh, same amount of people. So since Facebook's already established with billions of people on it, it's easy to get them to transition to play their games because they're already most of them are already doing it, and it makes them uh, play even more games. If 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 you get what I'm saying, gets them more involved. And as of right now, since there's no subscription, there's no deterrent in playing the game. Um, though I I do feel like. We're in this situation where back in the day, um, when remember when the Xbox started out and it was, um, it was digital only, and well, I'm talking about Xbox One, right? Digital only trading games was a big thing, and DRM and all this crazy stuff, and people was upset about it. You know, it was a big deal. And now, seven years later, most of us play digital-only games and have have an internet-only connection and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So now we're in this situation where the transition is going to streaming. And, again, we're at this thing where people are like, it's not a big deal. I don't see myself doing it. And I guarantee you in seven years, there'll be more people actually streaming or using their streaming platform to play games not saying it's going to replace but it's definitely going to be there as an option i i believe okay i mean that's fair enough um well the last topic i want to get into because uh retro renegades is going on now as well and i hate to cut into their time but the main focus of the youtube thumbnail was that Halo Infinite is going to have some microtransactions. I don't know if you guys had a chance to kind of like read the article. Um, but I mean, I don't know if it's a, even that big of a deal. I mean, some people are making a big deal out of it that it has microtransactions and it's going to have more microtransactions than maybe some of the past Halo games because it, there's more customizations for the um, skins on the players, like different, uh, I guess, like in the armor, there's like seven or eight different places where you can customize it, and they're just gonna make it more customizable with microtransactions. Now they are saying that um, the term is coding, as, as what they call it, but you're gonna be able to earn some of this in game. You're not necessarily gonna have to always want to purchase stuff. Um, you can also get some your hands on some of the skins right now by purchasing sugary snacks or shopping at GameStop. So I don't know. I mean, I don't, to me, honestly, I don't think that it's something that can ruin the game's image unless like a journalist blows this way out of proportion. Uh, I was a guy that I liked loot boxes, but I knew what was going to come down on them just because of the way that it was predatory to kids. And I honestly, I like microtransactions and customizations for games that I enjoy. Like I like to customize it. It doesn't really affect the end game stuff. You know, now if I could buy a weapon in Halo, that's OP, then that's different. But 
doesn't seem to be anything like that. It's just skins. Uh, PK, I want to go to you first on this one. What do you think about that? So I would say, have anybody played Gears 5, Halo 5, even Overwatch, etc.? Has anybody played these games? Yes. Yes. All right. And they all have transaction, uh, microtransactions, am I right? Yep. Yep. Do they break the game? Nope. No. Okay. And that, and, and that should be the end of it, I would think. Is that it doesn't... It's just kind of like you alluded to. They're just cosmetics. You can spend money on them if you want, but more than likely it'll be like you can still earn them the old-fashioned way in-game currency. So I don't see that a big deal. Of course, they're going to have stuff exclusive to if you buy it but it's cosmetics it doesn't it doesn't um change anything it doesn't stop you from moving forward in the game it doesn't stop you from enjoying the game so you know i i don't see that as i don't see that as a problem i think people want to Especially when it comes to, and I, and I hate to say this, but it's it, to me, I feel like when it comes to being a Microsoft fan or Xbox fan, it's just cool to hate on the the, the Xbox guy. I, I I really believe that. I believe it's more or less that kind of situation where anything they do, they're going to magnify. It's, it's not good when Microsoft does it. It's kind of like buying Bethesda. It's just, you know... They shouldn't be able to do that kind of thing, and it's bad for gaming. But it's okay when you know Sony buys a a um, you know a studio, or you know. But it's not okay when Microsoft does it kind of thing. So I think it's more or less that kind of noise because what most multiplayer games have this kind of system because you know, like even Destiny, right? Um, Lots of games have this system because they're games as a service now. They're not just a one and done. They're not a single player title. They're trying to fund keeping this game around for years to come. So yes, they got to find some way to incentivize you to spend money. And that's understandable. And that, that should go for anything like this, right? Yeah, am I mean, I, that am, makes sense. I'm not trying to talk. I just wanted some a little feedback from that. So yeah, I far as it having microtransactions, I think people are just trying to reach and trying to start something, start a fire that's not there. It's like who cares? At the end of the day, every multiplayer game has some sort of microtransaction on it, just just for the nature of it. I mean, Fancy Star is the hugest microtransaction game. It made more money coming to North America than it has the last eight years, and it's all cosmetics. You don't need it to play the game. The game is free. It's the same idea. Genshin Impact, a gotcha game. People spent money to get this gotcha stuff going. So it's, you know, it's it's that idea that, hey, it's only bad when they do it, but all these other games is doing the same thing. You know, it's, it's ah, that's that's normal. <laughs> like, come on, man. Um, Anybody got feedback on that? Uh, no, I'll take I'm... my turn. 
I'm sorry. I was uh, trying to read the Russian chat, uh, but <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, fun. Go ahead. So, like, this was anybody that didn't expect this when they said that it was going to be free to play. I mean, like, it should be obvious, right? I mean, when they said the multiplayer is free to play, it's like, okay, they're, they're going with this kind of business model. And as long as they keep it to, like, cosmetics and that kind of stuff, that's cool. Because you look at games like, not to say Infinite is going to be Fortnite, right? But you look at games like that where they have legs, you know, like they're going into uh, year three or four now. I don't, I don't even know, right? Uh, and it's because they keep fresh content coming out that, yeah, people pay for, but they, they also keep the game fresh and alive over time by updating the game, coming out with new stuff. Now, if you just release the game as a, as a single package and drop it, that's going to be cool for a while, but usually those games kind of tend to uh, die off after a couple of years without keeping fresh with new content. And so this is not only just about uh, having cosmetics that people can buy and making money, it's also about trying to um, give the game legs, extend its lifespan, uh, make it a bigger deal to people by having a wider player base come in uh, all at once with it being free to play. But you still got to make your money on it. So how do they do that? Yeah, you have microtransactions. You have fun things for people to buy. And they're going to, because of this, you can think like years from now, what are the, what are the interesting things they're going to come up with that we're going to be able to get as, in the game? Like even I spend a lot of money on Fortnite for get, buying stuff for my daughter. Every every night she's excited at seven o'clock. She knows when the item shop hits, right? And and it's stuff that's like okay, buying none of this, buying any of this stuff does not matter. It doesn't help her in any way. It doesn't um, make the game any more fun or less fun. But it it is fun and interesting to be able to. Uh, play around with stuff and try different things and have unique things to play with. Like they had the, um, the Marvel stuff going on now and the Halloween stuff. Now I'm not saying they're going to make it all gimmicky and halo like that. Right. But there's a lot of things that halo fans may care about that they can't do with this, that because they will have money and time to invest in this down the line, that will be exciting for fans because the money will keep rolling in for the title. So that's what it's all about. And I'm, I'm personally completely fine with it. I, I'm excited that they made Halo uh, Infinite free to play for the multiplayer just because of the uh, amount of people that are going to be brought into it. Because as a Halo fan, I want Halo to be huge, right? But I don't feel huge. like <laughs> I, I want it to be even bigger. You know, Halo's gotten this thing where like people have like kind of like started hating on it, you know, over the years because it hasn't it hasn't lived up to like halo two and halo three. Right. And now halo four was really good. And, uh, the single player and the, the multiplayer wasn't as good. Right. But then halo five, they got the multiplayer, right. Then the single player, a lot of people didn't like, and it's kind of like people always love to like hate on halo. Right. And that's not going to change though, bro. No, I, it's just... not going to change, man. But like the more people that get access to it and actually can play the game, maybe the less haters there'll be, because they hey they actually can play it now you know what i mean so i'm just want more people to try the game without yeah i, I think you i think that is a great thing and i think you make an excellent point but i uh, and i and i want to add on to this halo is the largest first person 
first party IP ever. Yeah. There there is no other IP that can touch those numbers first person. I mean first party. And it'll continue to be a, a juggernaut. Um believe me if Halo Infinite was launching this year, there's not a multiplayer game alive that will be stupid enough to launch us alongside it because it is that kind of game. But I agree with you making the multiplayer uh, aspect free does give because it's it's the same avenue of what you was talking about Fortnite. Fortnite is huge not because it's the best game in the world but because it's accessible. Right? It's, yeah. it, it's accessible to all audiences and now on the phone now you know and think about that think about Halo Infinite being on the phone now and being it you know something as large as it is being able to be played everywhere at any given time. I, I talk extensively about that exact thing, like on one of my podcast episodes where it's, you know, you have Halo on xCloud. It's going to be, and it, we just think about it as it is today. But if you think about the future, right, it's not just even on the on the phone and mobile devices, which you get, it's going to be on every mobile device pretty much. Um, but it's also TVs are just going to have the app built in. Right. right. And then you forward. got like Microsoft's talking about with the Microsoft stick thing, right? That that possibly might come out. Then you got the Google uh, Play or whatever the Google device is, right? You got so many different devices are going to be able to have access to these games at a subscription price with an easy entry point of a dollar for a trial that if there's something that's getting that much hype and that that much excitement and you have the accessibility to try it for a, a very cheap price it is going to invite so many people to the ecosystem to at least give it a shot and having uh halo part of that is just going to be crazy man and i i hate that it did get delayed but also at the same time i want it to be successful and i want the campaign to be really good but I just, man, if that was, if the console was launching with Halo Infinite and it was going to be with xCloud and everything right now, like it would just be even more insane, you know? Well, it, it kind of goes back to the point about uh, CD Projekt Red and their, and their cyberpunk, right? You want it to be the best and you want them to be proud of the product. So it's okay if they delay it as long as when it drops, they're happy that they they can stand behind it confidently and say you're gonna love this, mm-hmm. and and that's my thing is it's a little disappointing of these games these big games getting delayed. But let's be real, at the end of the day, when it finally drops and it gives us what we're looking for, we ain't got nothing to say. We ain't got nothing to say. It's already gonna be on and popping. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about everything with what's coming. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Midway, any thoughts on this? Don't get me started on the uh, amount of money I spent on VC just so my player didn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I that's mean, that's a different model there. We can talk about that. Yeah, that would be interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, Anthem was a grind. You know, you had to. Basically, yeah, you had to grind just to try to get something, try to get the the relic armor and all that stuff, you know. So I mean, 
some people, you know, they're just a little more impatient and just want to get it right away. And if they want to spend a couple extra bucks just to, you know, make them feel, make their character more individual. I mean, they're giving them that option, right? Microsoft says they're all about options, right? So, I mean, I'm looking forward to, to grinding and, I mean, to grinding and, you know, uh, earning everything. I, I'm, I'm not going to be trying to... Uh, to spend anything to to get uh, what I want, so I mean, but uh, I'm not gonna bash the guy for wanting to look a little better a little sooner. I mean, I'm excited for the game too. I mean, I can't wait. I mean, uh, I'm definitely curious because you know now everything's starting to become more uh, service based. So I mean, it's uh, it it's something that that uh definitely gets me a little more ramped up for the future because now we just got to worry about like DLC and stuff like that. But I'm just waiting for the next iteration of the next game and hopefully everything will be nice and seamless. But yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm for the I'm for the uh, the pay cosmetics part. I don't, I don't I'm, I'm happy for anybody that wants to look, look a little better a little sooner. Yeah, I kind of feel like the same way. I think that for me, it's just not a big deal. And if I like it, the game, I'm going to support it with microtransactions. I mean, maybe it's not always the smartest thing to do, but that's just, I mean, that's just me. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I like to buy things for, especially when it comes up to like festivities and uh, holidays and Halloween themed things and Christmas themed things. I'm I'm really a sucker for those things, and I end up uh, just buying that stuff. Well, I think I think a lot of things get lumped into like when people see the word microtransactions, it's like, oh, it's microtransactions, or if it's like crunch, right? Like the controversy that was going on there. Oh, it's crunch. You know, like things get like lumped in uh, to categories, and people don't really dig in deep or actually understand what it is they're doing to where it, how it's actually going to affect them which in this case is zero, right? So um, people just need to dig in a little deeper instead of overreacting to headlines, you know? Well, they made to clickbait. That's that's the yeah. point. And the thing is, you, you have to have real... You have to be realistic with yourself and understand that they're just trying to get you to click on their stuff, okay? <clears throat> they're just trying to get they just trying they may be it might be misinformation it might not be but you know at the end of the day it's like how many multiplayer games have you played that does not have microtransactions and it's very few because most games are games as a service now i mean even what rogue company is still in beta and it's got cosmetics they're expensive as i don't know what but they're there and all I'm saying is, this is a normal thing going forward. This is not some new thing that somebody else, is, you know, Halo didn't start this. So if they're doing it, it's normal for them to do it. How else are they going to pay to keep these servers running? Come on, man. It's, it's just, you know. You mean it's not game. completely free? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's freemium, just like all the other games yeah. you may they may play, right? Uh, and, the model and that's works. Kinda, yeah, yeah, look at it, Apex, it, Fortnite, uh, Warzone, right? Yeah, like it, it works. works. It works, and that's why they're gonna do it. And there's nothing wrong with it. 
And you don't, and the thing is, you don't have to spend the money. So there's nothing to cry about. It's not going to change your game if you don't have that skin. But, or that dance, right? The emote. But it will entice you to do so because you're going to see something that catches your eye and you're going to spend that cash. Yeah, only people that are going to be sad about this is the parents that their kids addicted to Halo Infinite and beg them every day uh, for the, for the <laughs> Halo Infinite item shop or whatever it's called, you know. But it's yeah. a fun thing at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Exactly. Something else to get your kids for and spouse for Christmas is Halo Infinite. Uh, or, what are they going to call it? What are they going to call the currency? I don't know, but just get them a Microsoft gift card and they can buy their there you own. Go. <laughs> Hey, hey, I got Halo bucks for Christmas, Dad. <laughs> yep, you got you got twenty dollars or fifty dollars. Here you go. Whatever you're spending on, that's it. Yep. Now it's, it's something they need to do is make Craig the Brute a microtransaction somehow. Oh, that's kind of <laughs> yeah. That's it, gonna be a special be. edition console. Hey, he man. is the new he's the new mascot, so he ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Well, uh, with that, we're just about out of time. I kept you guys on here over two hours. Uh, hopefully, uh, it didn't feel like two hours for you guys. And... Oh, no, man. I had fun. I, I really like talking with you guys. You know, hopefully I come back at some other point. You know, maybe we can chop it up at some time. I'm glad to be here, guys. Uh, you know, we had some good discussions, I think. Yeah, absolutely. To all the people tuning in now, you're going to see there's a part one and a part two because uh, this internet in Florida is not so stable and it cut us off in the middle of us talking about DMCA. So there's jokes now that we got DMCA'd. Uh, so look for part one and a part two. Uh, this is called Four Guys Recorders live stream, but I'll update that a little bit later once it um, renders on stream. But uh you know, not to keep anybody in here any longer. Um, with you, PK, where pe- where can people find you, man? Hey, listen, I have my own YouTube channel called PK Entertainment. You can find it, uh, PK Entertainment Live, um, on YouTube. I I do a lot of different content. I don't just do gaming. I'm a I am a blurred. I'm a black nerd. I love everything from comics, gaming, anime, wrestling, UFC. You name it, I like it. I love it. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at PKX Live, and you can find all my links to all my uh, IGNs on all the gaming platforms except for Switch because that's a friend code. Um, though I can put that out there, I just haven't done it. But you could definitely uh, hit me up, and we can get down on some games anytime. Also, one last thing: you can find me every Friday on GRG uh, um, at eight Eastern. Um, and if clowns don't mind, I give them all the links that throwing down in the description with part one and part two, just in case people miss out. Yeah, absolutely. I'll do that for you. No worries, man. Um, fun. Where can people find you? So I am also on YouTube. Uh, channel is Fun Speculation uh, on Twitter at Fun Speculation, um, and you can check out my podcast. It is Xbox Ultimate on my YouTube channel, and also it's on all the audio platforms, pretty much. Uh, That releases on the weekends. Uh, And i got to mention, I am having a giveaway on the 30th of October on my stream, where I'm having Fun Speculation Fright Night live stream. I'm going to be playing games uh, with some people from the community. 
And I'm giving away a copy of Cyberpunk 2077, one digital code for that at the stream. Uh, you will have to wait three more weeks, though, to play it, unfortunately. However, you will still get the code. And uh, if you would please go to Twitter at Fun Speculation, you can see pinned to the top of my profile is how you will enter to win the uh, copy of Cyberpunk. But yeah, that's it, man. That's a that is a pretty cool giveaway that you're doing. I think Flamish is already aware of that. Uh, he's probably like retweeting that nonstop. <laughs> yeah, there hasn't been that many uh, entries so far. So hey, there's still a decent chance of you guys uh, winning right now because you got to do three things: you got to retweet the tweet, sub to my YouTube channel, and then just at some point during the stream on the thirtieth uh, that night, just type in two zero seven seven into the chat. You do those three things, you're entered with a chance to win. Oh, nice, man. That sounds really cool. So everybody go check that out for sure. It's definitely a good contest. I mean, uh, Cyberpunk is going to be a huge hit coming up, especially with next-gen consoles launching. So, yeah, go ahead and try to win that and go follow his channel. Go follow PK. And Midway, man, where can people find you when you're not at the gym looking like the Hulk or Hulk Hogan? Stop it. Stop it. Just stop <laughs> it. Um, Midway 7 Monster on Xbox Live. Midway 8 Monster on Twitter. Great podcast, PK. It was a pleasure. Mav, also a pleasure. Glad I got to talk with you guys. See what you guys are all about. Um, like I said earlier, this podcast was for VJ. Flamish, who was on the show, uh, always a hoot, always a fun guy to talk to. And for those of you in Russia, Dosvidanya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one person's still watching. Let me go see. Yeah, I don't know if they even understand what we're saying, but they're still watching. <laughs> they just like so... your beard, clowns. <laughs> oh, you know, let me let me do this then. Let's. Yeah. Okay, so I, I I showed it off there. Um, you should uh, mention <laughs> that you're going to be dying at green, possibly. Oh yeah, I forget. You know, I always forget about my own giveaways, and Flamish has got a giveaway going on too. Flamish's giveaway starting on Saturday. He's going to post up a video about um, what kind of ridiculous stuff that he might do. No, guys, he's not going to create an OnlyFans page. I know that's the number one request that everybody sends me. No, he's not going to do that. He's already confirmed. That is X nay. No, he won't do it. However, my giveaway, if I reach my goal on uh, for Gamers Outreach, I will dye my beard green. And I would probably look like somewhere between a mix of a dwarf and a leprechaun because of my height. So it would be very interesting if you guys help me reach my goal. I know Matt uh, Byron's in the chat already. Uh, contributed towards it and i thank him greatly it goes to help out the kids in hospitals that it gives them a chance to play some video games really cool cause all the money goes straight to the organization i set it up through their own uh links that they give you to set up for charity so straight 100 percent to them it is tax deductible in case anybody is asking but yeah it creates xbox go karts for kids that are terminally ill or in the hospital for long term and they make it safe and it's sanitizable and it's just easy for them to play and they don't get out much so it's a really cool cause and my beard will turn green which i know the whole internet wants to see that 
Um, the 21 people in the chat right now want to see that too. And the rest of the 3 billion casual gamer market on mobile phones probably want to see that too. So just throwing it out there in case you guys are listening later on in the podcast feed. And thank you very much. Um, you can find me at Italian Clowns on almost all social media. Four Guys with Quarters on Tuesdays, 5 p.m. is the main podcast. And then me, Flemish, and I do a new show occasionally. Lately, hasn't been as regular as usual. But we do have some interviews coming up. Um, I've scheduled uh, Lucy from the Battletoads. I've scheduled uh, Kosha is working with me. She's a voice actress. And she has some credits in uh, TVs and movies as well as uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Um and we're working with Scott from Fear Demic Games to get him on for an interview as well. And there's probably more. And I'm sorry that I don't mention your names. Uh, I've been in emails like constantly all week. So that's my fault. But um, check it out. We've done some great interviews with uh, Siobhan, uh, with Kelsey Abbott, uh, with uh, AJ from Delilah Studios. Yeah, so uh, go check all that stuff out, and uh, thank you very much for coming and, and watching our weeks. Always appreciate everybody in the chat. Big shout-out. Thank you guys very much, and until next time, see you guys later. Peace.